Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Leah Dunlap is about to come on in just a minute here, so make sure you stay tuned. We're going to be diving into some deep purpose work, empowering you to get your message out into the world in a bigger way, to just be empowered in who you are, get some clarity, get get like everything that you need to up-level your impact in your life. Before we dive into that, let's talk about the message of the day, and that is from us, Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. If you are an influencer, a world changer, someone who wants to make a big difference, come talk to me. I would love to support you however that is. Maybe you want a conversation one-on-one with Leah. I would love to connect you so that you can talk to her. Maybe you want to start your own podcast. Podcast. I love supporting people and doing that. Maybe you want to get your message out on our 12-hour marathon. There's so many different ways that we can support you. So if you have an idea or want to explore those, send me a message on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash th3burns. Find me on Instagram at I am millionaire Chris, or send me an email, chris at beyourgps.com. And I look forward to talking to you, hearing about your idea and how you want to make a big impact in the world. Okay. So next up is going to be the iTunes review of the week. And this week, let's see who it's by. It's by Yelena R. And Yelena says, Chris, a fireball of energy. Chris brings insightful questions with a deep understanding of what us listeners need to hear, even when we don't know it yet. Energetic and authentic, he's on a mission to help his audience become their greatest possible selves, and it shows. Thanks so much, Yelena. I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review, if you want to let us know how we're doing, what you want to see more of on the show, we love that. Go to iTunes, beergps.com forward slash iTunes, or search Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self on the iTunes store. You'll find our podcast. And uh, while you're there, give us a rating, review, let us know what you love, and then subscribe so you can get all the latest updates. We release about an episode every day. So, uh, Uh, There's always new, awesome, fresh content for you to be inspired by, empowered by, and help you become your greatest possible self. So definitely go tune into that. Now, Leah is going to come on in another minute here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes, be ready to uh, take action on what she shares with you because this is going to be some gold. She's doing amazing things, traveling around the world, hosting uh, retreats and getaways to empower people and really help them dive into their purpose and and who they are and step into that even more in the world. So you definitely want to stay tuned all the way till the end because you never know what one idea that we talk about can make the difference for you. Okay. So make sure you stay tuned. Let's introduce Leah and then we will bring her on the screen. Leah Dunlap is the Oracle on Purpose. She's an intuitive business architect with 25 years of experience guiding light-bearing leaders to unlock their unique life purpose and capitalize on their impact of their business genius. Her divinely sourced products and results-driven services have helped thousands of clients in over 76 countries align their purpose and business strategy to create a powerhouse business that makes money while making a difference in the world. Her wit, wisdom, and down-to-earth nature help clients feel 
instantly at ease as they shed old paradigms and embrace new realms of possibility. I love it. I love it. I love it. She is a master creator, best-selling author, international retreat leader, and the founder of the Master Creators Academy, a self-directed online life coaching program that helps people create a foundation of success using fundamental tools for living your unique life purpose. And we're blessed to have her here with us today. Leah, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? Oh my gosh. I am so excited to be here, Chris. I am just thrilled. Do you ever listen to your own bio and go, wow, that's pretty awesome. I'm I'm pretty proud of what I've created, but I really, I really appreciate you creating this space. Yeah. And having this podcast because mm. I was watching it earlier and I've watched a couple from last week and I'm yeah. just, I'm so impressed with how you are really creating something amazing and really reaching and shifting the world in a positive way. And I just, every time I listen to you and every time I watch one of your podcasts, I'm so inspired and I know there are so many people out there being inspired by you and I'm just mm-hmm. excited to be here to share. Thank you. Thank you, Leah. It wouldn't be possible without you. So I appreciate you being here, sharing your wisdom, and we are going to dive right in. The theme of today is is the 100th 12-hour marathon that we've done. So the question is, what does 100 mean to you, Leah? Oh, man. You know, I think the greatest thing about the number 100 Mm -hmm. is it's such a milestone in everybody's Mm -hmm. lives. And we can use it so often when we just think of giving 100%, right? Being 100% authentic being 100% real and alive and purposeful. So to me, when I think of the the number 100, not only as a milestone of time, which, mm. you know, congratulations, 100 is impressive. It's also that idea that we are giving 100% of ourselves. And I think that that to me, ultimately with the work that I do with my clients is that's what it's all about. Like, can you be 100% aligned with mm. who you are and who you're meant to be when you came to this beautiful blue planet? Man, it's like it's like accessing all possibility. You know, you you mentioned in in the bio, like you open up new realms of possibility. And I think most people are operating at a fraction of their potential. And you come in, you stir things up, you give them clarity, you activate and awaken them to what's possible. And I think that's some of the most important work that's being done in the work in the world, Leah. So I, I really really appreciate what you're doing. It's awesome. Thanks. Thank you. It is such an honor. And it and it is. It's such a valuable piece of the puzzle, I think, when, you know, I, I often, I have a small child, he's seven, and I always mm-hmm. say, like, I want to create a life for him where he sees that possibility and he says, sees that potential. Yeah. And because I always joke, I'm like, I don't want you to need someone like me 40 years from now to show you what's possible. That's because right. I want you to walk through the world like that. Right. And what I love is when I work with people that have kind of come to me at the point where they aren't able to see that possibility mm. anymore, or they've lost sight of it, or sadly, they've, you know, they've, they've decided that, that their fate is sealed at some given number, speaking mm. of numbers, um, as far as how old they are, where they've gone in their lives. And I'm like, you know, I just like to say, as long as you're breathing, anything is possible. Yeah. There's just an opportunity around every corner. We just mm. have to look at it differently and, and kind of, yeah, broaden our scope you, you <laughs> to know, what is possible. What I, what I love what you said is that anything is possible. And I think a lot of people <clears throat> who are opening up to personal development in their life, they might say those things. They're like, oh, yeah, anything's possible. And then the next moment, they're like, oh, but I can't do that. I can't, I can't make a million dollars in a year. I can't you know, have the relationship of my dreams. I can't uh, release this weight back to the universe and release 100 pounds. You know, it's like it's, it's so like it's a saying and, and almost trite to where 
yeah, it's on autopilot, but they don't embody it. And I know you really empower people to embody what, what they're living and the message and be in integrity and alignment with that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, like I say, I'm, I, you know, I'm a law of attraction master. I've been doing this for 25 years and I really, you know, I've had people ask me, in fact, just recently someone said, well, you know, what's the big deal about this law of attraction? Similarly, like it's, Mm -hmm. it all seems so trite. Right. And I said, you know, here's the challenge. I said, I, I've seen it. I've, I've seen it work enough in my life to completely embrace it. Um, and I also see for clients when they do see it as something trite, but they get the results they're expecting, yeah. right? And there's a piece of it where I explained to this person, mm. um, I said, you know, one of the things to consider is what is the vibration you're at mm. when you claim something? Mm. So yes, you're right to say anything is possible just, you know, as words and then turn around using those same words that you're supposedly claiming mm. against yourself by belittling or doubting you're using the same tool. Mm. You're using the same power. You're just using it again. So it's like cancel clear. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, well, you just, you know, I always say like, okay, you just hit control alt delete. Mm. You know, <laughs> in, in computer language, like a lot of people is like, oh, it's stuck. So you've literally just hit control alt delete. I like to call myself sometimes. I say, okay, I'm putting my language police hat on mm. when I'm with a client and I hear that they're working towards something, but mm. everything that they're saying is basically cancel, clear, delete. Mm. You know, it's like, well, you know, you can still do that. That's your choice. That's the beauty of free will. And you'll get those results, mm. right? So the results are basically proven through the process. Yeah. And part of the process is understanding that your vibrational energy must be the same mm. as the thing you're trying to achieve. That's right. You must raise yourself to that level and mm. hold it. And the holding of that is where, you know, um, I always like to say, hold it for the 13th hour, mm. right? It's yeah. like, go to the 13th hour and then tell me it's not working. That's right. <laughs> right? That's so, that extra mile and it's like a, right. a burning obsession. What are you willing to do to create that result, that dream, that feeling, that experience? And I think it's when people go the distance and like, I don't even know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do whatever it takes. Like that's when they really start to see that momentum and things start to manifest. Absolutely. You know, when I, when I was given the tools for my life coaching program, the Master Creators Academy program, the power plan book that I wrote and the tools of that book came to me through my Oracle. And what I found was, you know, I gave it 90 days and that's Mm. how it became the 90 day plan was I gave it 90 days. I'm like, okay, I literally had 53 cents in my pocket. I was living on the streets. I needed, there was nowhere else to go literally, but up. And so when I started to listen again Mm -hmm. to the Oracle's guidance, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, so do A, B, C. She gave me six steps. Do these six steps. And I said, okay, you got 90 days to make this work. I will do anything and everything for those days. And when I started to see the transformation, Mm -hmm. not only myself, but the people that I was working with at the time, I'm like, okay, I, 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 I commit to this as a process. I see the results. And I think oftentimes, as you're saying, like people, you know, can, can lose hope too quickly mm. and, and, you know, they fall short of that. And it's, it's the shame isn't so much that they fall short. We all fall down. We all make mistakes. I always say no failure, only feedback, get back up, see what you didn't do, mm. what you could do more of yep. and just stay committed to the process um, you know, there's a great story about an Aboriginal t- tribe who, 
you know, the people went and they had these two tribes that were dancing a rain dance. And one tribe, no matter what, it always rained. And the other tribe wasn't always successful. So they went to the one tribe and they said, you know, okay, what is it? What's your secret? And the tribal elder said, we always dance until it rains. And I'm like, Honestly, I think that's that's that moment when we recognize like how willing are you mm. to dance until it rains? Just keep on it. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah. And and we can fall. And I think that's again, you know, why why people like yourself and myself and others who are leaders and coaches and healers, we're here to show you and hold you up to that agri- agreement and commitment for yourself, not mm. for us, mm. but for you so that you can get to that result. Yeah. But you have to commit. You have yeah. to show up. I love it. And that's that's really it's the power of that decision saying this is who I am. This is what I stand for. And I know that you're you're supporting your clients in a really big way. I mentioned it in the bio in your intro. But why don't you share in your own words specifically how your most uh, your most fulfilling work is being done today? I know you have a, a Oracle uh, show that you do Oracle on purpose Oracle live. TV. Right. Like, there's so yeah. much great stuff. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I can sometimes be a do lots of stuffer kind of, you know, I've got a lot of inspiration. Carrying yeah. around inspiration on your shoulder can be a double um, bladed sword. Yep, but yep. You know, when the Oracle, um, I went to, to the south of France to go to the Mary Magdalene Caves mm-hmm. and I had divine download there that I would reach thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And I had been for a while doing like Facebook lives and, and doing speaking engagements and things. And I was just like, again, similar to that time when she gave me those that 90 day plan, like, okay, great. Well, explain how we're doing this because I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was inspired to really catapult and, and uh, capitalize mm-hmm. on my Facebook live program that was starting to kind of get some feedback. And I realized if I brought people on um, and had them ask me questions and had them mm-hmm. share their business questions with the Oracle that I could give them answers quickly and hopefully keep moving that needle for them. Yeah. Now, whether or not that, you know, progressed into anything else, at least I would help them to overcome a piece of their puzzle yeah. so that they can keep moving forward. Because ultimately my goal is to help more people come to their true light and leadership mm-hmm. and allow the world then to prosper from those who are out there doing incredible things in the world. So yes. that's when Oracle Live TV was born. Um, we've, we are now um, not at our hundredth episode, but we are um, weekly having episodes weekly. Um, we have some great guests tonight, actually, um, every Wednesday night at six p.m. Pacific. We have guests, and then after that, we typically have some time left over for our live studio audience to ask questions of the Oracle. And some of those are actually some of the most incredible um, because people just show up last minute um, to to see what's going on, and then they have a question burning in their heart or their minds, and they share it, and we get some of the greatest and most impactful insights, which I really love because it's not just for the person oftentimes, more often than not, honestly. Um, but it's for the, it's for all the viewers. It's for the people that watch the show live. It's for the people to watch the replay. I'm sure you see that on your own show. Like somebody has an insight and it's that message, that kernel of wisdom Mm -hmm. comes through the screen to not just the people who are listening, but it ripples out. And that to me, I think that's that idea of being able to reach thousands of people um, with my own voice, but also, you know, that ripple effect of having people share their own questions and getting insight that then other people can take advantage of. 
Man, that's that's incredible. So this this what you're doing is is all about empowering people. And like I get that. I feel your heart. I feel your intentionality. I also feel your connectedness with your your intuition and your gifts. And I think a lot of people really aspire for that. So anyone who's listening or watching right now, if you have any questions about how to connect to your gifts, how to really own your purpose and your message, if you have any questions, definitely ask them if we're here live on the on the show. Or if you have any questions for Leah, you can um, take a screenshot of the of the episode when it comes out to podcast tag me at I am millionaire Chris you can uh, just let me know and I'll definitely forward that to Leah and get your questions answered so we can make it happen okay so Leah I want to go back into the journey and talk about how did you grow through that that uh, evolution discovering your own gifts you mentioned you hit some some really struggle periods you you have some difficult times in life how did you persist through that how did you get through those times yeah, that's um, such a great question. You know, there, you know, I think in everybody's journey, there are always hills and valleys. And, you know, I came from a very um, challenging childhood, um, you know, um, not only a child of abuse, but, um, you know, I had married very young and married someone who was also very young and had a lot of problems, including drug problems. And that is how I ended up on the street. We actually lost our home. We were living in a car. We were sleeping in parking lots um, with a borrowed car. It wasn't even our car. Um, and um, I had gone through this place in my life where I stopped listening to my intuition. And I think, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because it is such a key component. I didn't listen anymore. I was, you know, I was at a place in my life where um, I think as a young person and teenager, sometimes we think <clears throat> we know better mm -hmm. and, you know, <laughs> I could handle this and um, hadn't learned to respect that insight from the Oracle that I was always receiving. Yeah. And I mean, there were so many signs along the way that this was a mistake. This was probably not the road I wanted to take, but I took it and I've learned, you know, I'm never, I'm never resentful of it because I know now how much I learned in that process, but it was, you know, I, I remember the day that I walked away, mm -hmm. I opened my eyes. I'd fallen asleep um, in the car and I opened my eyes to my then husband having a drug deal, the last of our dollars that we'd scraped together to eat. Um, and I just looked out the window and I was just suddenly awash with, this is not the life mm. that I want. This is not the life that I expected of myself. And this is not the life I want to live. And I just literally got out of the car and walked away. And I was on the street for a while, but I remember that I just continued to walk and walk and walk and, and listen and like, okay, like, you know, there's a bit of a surrender there. Like, okay, well, obviously all those times that I was getting that insight and I wasn't listening, um, this brought me to a place in my life where I was like, okay, if you can get me out of this, I promise I'll mm. keep listening. That's I'll do right. whatever you say. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I really hit a place in my life where I was feeling horribly guilty for not listening. Um, you know, I went through a really dark night of the soul or several dark nights of the soul before I kind of just shook myself. And it was a great time. I, my father I had gone home to stay with my parents at the end of that all when they kind of basically tricked me into getting back to the house. Mm -hmm. And um, I just gave, you know, I just fell into that, that place of surrender. Mm -hmm. And I remember he and I were having a conversation afterwards and he's, he just looked at me, I, you know, I kind of shared everything that was going on and how bad I felt. And, I remember my dad was a pretty quiet guy, you know, he's just kind of a, he's a police officer, very, you know, stoic, but also just kind of a quiet guy, a very gentle person. And he just looked at me and he said, 
okay, so what are you going to do about it? Mm. And I remember thinking how much faith he had in me mm. at that moment. Like, like how, how he big he saw you. Yeah, how capable. he was like, okay, yeah. well, like, yeah, he just saw me as so capable of doing something better. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was just such a, like, I, you know, that moment of like, I just want to climb in and just like be taken care of. And he yeah. just looked at me like, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? And mm. I was like, wow. Okay, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. And it did push me into that place of like, okay, you know, I have prior to this period, I had been very much as a young person, very purpose oriented and and uh, results driven. And so I was like, okay, like I kind of came to that challenge of like, all right, what am I gonna do about this? And then I started, you know, listening and I started meditating and I started like, okay, what do I do? And that I think is kind of where I come from all of my clients. One of my favorite questions, you know, a lot of people come the same way. They'll come and they'll dump their story mm -hmm. and I hold it and I just kind of hold that space of great. So this is what you don't want. Mm. Yeah. What do you want? Cause that's mm -hmm. what I want to help you get. And, and that's kind of what I started with is like, what do I want this to look like? What do I want this life to be? Mm -hmm. And so when I started creating that life and I started seeing the, pieces fall together and I started using the tools that I was I was you know gifted um, through that insight I recognized not only the power for myself but the power for others and I was like okay I have to get this into more people's hands I have to share this with you know it's kind of like that new convert I want to share this with everybody how does everybody not know this and um, you know and so the first part of that journey you know you know many years I kind of worked side by side in the corporate world and and did you know, work with people on the evenings and I did retreats and I did women's retreats and I was kind of always building and building and building to the point where I finally chose to move on and do this full time. Hmm. Um, and I've been doing this now for um, over 10 years full time hmm. and um, have just really been blessed to really see people as their whole selves, you know, back to that 100% yeah. and helping them to find that balance and that alignment so that they can use all of their tools and all of their resources and their insights mm -hmm. and their wholeness to really bring themselves to a better life that they choose, which yeah, I think is I love important. It. I love it, Leah. This is great. And you mentioned that there was a point where you chose that, you know, you were going to go full time. You were going to be like 100% in on this full, like full time, doing this as your, your purposeful work in the world. And getting paid, uh, you know, abundantly, generously for delivering your gifts. What would you say was the the distinction? How did you show up differently um, after you made that choice and that decision? Right. I think the biggest decision that that came to play, and when I said, you know, I looked at all of the clients that I had worked with who were actually getting these great results, hmm. and I'm like, okay, so at what point are you going to acknowledge that? this is what you want to do right. and take your own advice to some degree and make this what you want to be about. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had to first agree that I was worth it. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that I talk to my clients about, and it's part of the power plan book, which is, you know, it's this word I created. I don't think it's a real word, but I always say it's word now because I wrote it in a book. So there you go. Um, <laughs> it's deservability. Ah. There's a, for, we have to understand that we deserve yeah. to have our lives reflect who we truly are and what, you know, that abundantness that really as, as humanity, we can be. Yeah. And so we have to know that for ourselves. Like you have to start in a place where you just, you believe you deserve it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, after looking at a lot of my clients in that, in that, that one particular year mm-hmm. and really feeling the pull of not being genuine, not being in alignment, being unhappy in that corporate environment, um, I like to reflect, you know, reflect as it's like wearing a, wearing a, a, a suit that's too short or too small. You know, mm-hmm. you just feel like it just itches you all day, every day. It's and so, yeah, it just feels like itchy all day. Like yeah. you're just not comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And really, I think that was like, I, I felt like I had reached a point in kind of that, you know, butterfly cocoon moment where it's like, okay, well, I need to press through this to get to the other side. So there's mm-hmm. a big leap of faith that had to happen there. And then honestly, it was like, I just went back through the work. I just said, okay, so what do I want this to look like? I started with, what do I want to, who, how many people do I want to work with? What kind of lifestyle do I want to have? What do I need to make to do that? And, um, and then just kept building from there. And with the experience that I've had, you know, um, you know, recently celebrated last year, my first hundred thousand dollar month. Yes. It was, it was yeah, it was incredible and it was so right. funny. Someone actually had to remind me of it after the fact because they're like, "Wait. Well, if you just did that, does that make does that mean you just made $100,000 last month?" And I'm like, "What do you know? It does." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it actually does." And the thing about that is I'm so grateful that I've gotten so comfortable with my pricing. Mm. Hopefully I'm coming through here. I just got a little bit. There we go. I'm, I'm so comfortable with my pricing. And that's such a big piece that it was like, okay, great. And what's next? Because I know that I will make what I need to make. And every time I move that bar, I will raise to that, you know, rise to that occasion. Yeah. And so I feel like part of that, again, goes back to just being aligned with who I am and what I'm doing mm. to the point that the number is less important than the work. Mm. And the work and the number work, you know, kind of are combined together as a, as an entity. And I, and I've seen it, unfortunately with women, especially um, just in a women's group recently, we were having this big conversation where I posted my rates and the conversation that happened afterwards was really incredible. Mm. The, the breadth of people that, you know, cheered me on, but there was this huge swath of people that were really uncomfortable yeah. with that. And I was like, this is a, this is part of me is now like, oh, this is a new challenge for me to kind of rise to too. It's like, how do I share right. with people? Like, let's get comfortable with big numbers. Let's get comfortable with money as a, as a source of vitality yeah. and abundance, yeah. not some source of evil and discomfort, which is what kind of came up too. So it was really interesting. Yeah. 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 And it's also empowering people in their resourcefulness to like, how can you create this? If you previously up till now have said, there's no way in heck I could do that. Well, <laughs> right. let's, let's challenge that smallness in that belief. And this is like, it, it's so interesting because as a service provider, on one hand, you're like, okay, I know I deserve to get paid. And, and like, if you are, are ready to take the leap, then I'm here for you and you will pay these rates. But then on the other hand, it's like, okay, you also get to educate them and they can, and someone who's a potential client can misconstrue that like, oh, you know, what's her, what's his or her intention? Is it, is it to just get me to sign up or is it really in my highest and best good? And so I think that's always a, a really interesting dance as a service provider dealing with a potential client to provide a breakthrough just in signing up, you know, and seeing themselves as worthy. Oh, absolutely. I have a client that, um, you know, went to my, one of my Costa Rica retreats. And like the week prior, she's like, I really want this. And again, like you're saying, I was like, okay, so I'm, I'm here as your coach. I'm here as your guide. 
to hold that space and hold that vision. Mm. I think that's the thing. Like, like I said it before, it's like, I'm here to hold the vision that you're choosing, not me. It's not for me. And so when we have that conversation, you know, through that process, if I can hold the vision for her, regardless of whether it's with me, I think that's the piece that you're saying, like, yes, I'm a service provider, but I'm also a person who understands that I'm not for everybody for a lot of reasons. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I am for everybody mm-hmm. having the best life and version of their life and their business as they want. So if I can even in that consultation or that conversation, you know, many clients I chat with before we do this, because it's like, look, I want you to be aligned with working with me and I want you to have your best. So mm-hmm. if that doesn't work, I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I really want you to walk away feeling like you are empowered to have what you want. And maybe there is a different way for that to happen. And in her conversation, she, she was, it was so amazing because, you know, she came in tears, like really wanting to be a part of the trip and couldn't figure it out. And um, so we just talked, we just talked about like, what, what did it mean for her to come? Why was it so important? What, what would happen if she didn't, you know? So we really looked at it from all angles and said, okay, so if it, if it happens, what do you hope to get from it? Where do you want to be? What does this mean to you? And and are there any ways you haven't thought of yet? Great question, right? Mm. Are there any ways you haven't thought of yet that you might actually be able to make this happen? And could you hold space for that? Could you just open up, you know, that possibility bucket again and say, maybe there's something I haven't even thought of yet mm. that if I open up to it and I just hold space to look and, and receive and believe I deserve it, that it will happen and I'll stay open to it. I think the other part of that is really um, attunement, right? So there's the opening up, but there's also like a calling in. For me, when I talk about the law of attraction, it's that calling in. Mm. It's claiming for yourself that there is a way. You Mm. may not know it yet. Mm. And so we hung up the phone and I got a message from her um, within, I think, the next hour or so, Mm. if I remember correctly. And she's like, I've got the money. I'm coming. And I was like, fantastic. And so she had, she had thought like at this one point, she had this one credit card that she hadn't used before and hadn't used very often. And she just went to them and said, I need, I need a, um, an increase that would cover this trip. And they were like, yes. And she's like, okay, I'm going. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and to that point, cause I know people start to go like, Oh, you put on a credit card. Yes. And I will say that after working with me and going to that retreat, she joined um, my VIP program when I work with people every week, um, three, times, three times out of the month. And she tripled her income in the first three months. Basically, she made as much as she did the year prior in the first quarter. Wow. So, you know, and that's, that's less about me mm. to some degree than it is about her commitment, like we yeah. said, Just to really in. stepping in mm-hmm. to what she wanted in that vision. So, you know, to me, the clients like that, they're just, that's, that makes my heart sing. It makes me feel like I'm doing my purpose by helping hold them accountable, but also give them space to consider other possibilities that they might not have considered prior. Wow. 
this is this is incredible, and I love the the conversation about worthiness, about really empowering people to step into that investment without like the guilt, the shame, the the buyer's remorse, all that that I think can can plague a lot of people, service providers, in in attempting to create mm. transformation for people. You know, I really love the the honest, authentic conversation about it, and and really where our hearts are in doing it, and also in their best interest. Hey, I know I'm a great fit for you. These are the options. What what haven't you thought of yet? You know, are there are there other ways you haven't thought of? I love that. And there's other service providers out there. And I I I know I'm a great human being, a great service provider. And if I'm not the fit for you right now because of whatever reason, that's great. Go find the person who aligns with your soul. I love how you said, like, I'm not for everyone, but for the right people, like they get transformation. They get huge results as you as you mentioned when she joined and kept following through because she's she's like, boom, breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough, creating massive results. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's it. Like really understanding that. um, And I love that you mentioned that. Like there's, there are, there are always ways. That's like ultimately my thing. Like there's a Mm. way for this Mm. to happen. Um, If it's burning in your heart, I'll just say that to everybody like who's listening and watching. If there's something burning in your heart that feels like it's just got to be a way to make this happen. I guarantee you there is. And I guarantee you that if you haven't found it yet, It may not be that you've got the right guidance, you've gotten the right support. Um, You may be looking at it, you know, I I like to say like, you might be looking at it upside down. Mm -hmm. I had a client that came in and was like really frustrated because they had made a threshold move. And, and I, and the insight that the Oracle gave them is stop looking at the door you just came in. Mm. Like turn around. And keep going towards your vision. Yeah, Yeah. because you've you've come through and you're looking at the door. She like literally showed me a vision of her just standing there looking out the door she just walked in. I'm like, she's telling me you just need to turn around and keep moving forward. Like you're frustrated because you might have expected something different and you've reached Mm -hmm. a threshold. But now that means you have to keep going forward. You know, there's very rarely, I think, that we have a time in our life where we're not moving, you know, because I think. Life is creative and creativity is movement, yep. right? So it's gonna, there's gonna be movement, and you, you know, you, you don't. I, I should say that I believe that you don't just get to the place and that's it. Um, you know, again, it's kind of that thing. If you're still breathing, there's still work to do. Right. You know, we got, we got stuff going, and it may be amazing work, and it may be um, inspiring, and it may be all these great things, but there's still life for you to live and to grow into. Um, as long as you're here. So just embrace that. And it could be that you are the inspiration for someone else. It could be that someone else is, you know, your inspiration and you haven't met them yet, but there's something there to be done. And um, if you can just keep stepping into it, I think that's the beautiful part. That's awesome. I love it. I love Leah. I also wanted to talk about this aspect of the Oracle because I know it's a, it's a big part of you, your life, your guidance. And specifically, I wanted to start with the question of there's a, there's a lot of different places where we can get our guidance, our mm-hmm. intuition, uh, asking God, asking archangels, spirits, and yours is, is Oracle, right? And I think we all have these different relationships with, with uh, spirit, so to speak, and higher intelligence and higher guidance. I'm curious why... What, what has been your journey with your Oracle? Is it, it I would, is, would you call it your Oracle or the Oracle for you? Cause like, I'm, I'm still learning how to relate yeah. to this, but it, it's awesome. I love it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I'm, you know, it's funny when people hear me say this, but it's true. I believe in God. Yeah. And I believe in, I believe in all paths Yep. and always have mm. like when I was a little kid, 
Um, I, because of my, my impact with the Oracle, I actually went to every one of my friends different, like I went to um, synagogue and I went to a Catholic church and I'm like, I, as a teenager, because my parents, we weren't religious. So as a teenager, I'm like, okay, something's happening in my life. I'm getting all these guidelines and, and downloads and uh, guidance and downloads. And I'm like, I hear this voice. Mm. Really tell anybody, <laughs> my parents anyway. Yeah. But um, I, I was like, something is obviously bigger than me happening here. And I always had that sense of understanding and appreciating it, but I really didn't know what it was. And so to me, when I talk about the Oracle and I share with people, it's like, I call her, her, first of all, I don't think it's actually her, but I call her, her. And I think it happened because for me, when I started out having this experience, it just put it in a container for me. Yep. Yep. Right. So it allowed me to be me, Leah, and then have this insight coming from another place. And I often say to people too, in regards to the intuition piece, I have my own intuition. I have my own gut sense. Yep. I said, it's, it's different for me. Mm. And I, I can't explain it outside of the experience I have, except to say that I know when my gut is telling me something for me. Yeah. I also know when I'm getting a direct message for either myself or someone else, mm. because it comes from a different place. I had a client who said, oh my gosh, I can see this blue light on your shoulder. I said, yeah, that's the Oracle. Mm. I don't know. I, I put it in that box in the sense of like, I say the Oracle, hence the Oracle on purpose. But the Oracle to me is, um, you know, an ever present, omnipresent sort of being I don't even call it a being necessarily I say it's just a sense of um divine energy yeah it's like presence it's just a it's a, it's a it's presence a, yeah more than anything else and yeah. really what I got from the oracle typically are real specific um insights and guidance for a person in front of me like mm. that's how it comes like it doesn't it's interesting because people say like, well, it's with me all the time. Yes. I, t I can actively now after all these years sit and tap in and ask questions. So I have much more of a, um, a, a kind of a, um, I don't want to call it. I, I guess I would say it's more of a symbiosis, right? Like I have a, I have a thought, a thought or an idea or I'm working with a client and we're having a conversation, me and the client, and I might get, an insight, which is a question to ask them, which will take them down another path. And I can also sit with a client and, and ask the Oracle on behalf of a client, like, what is the next best step? And I will actually get a picture that looks kind of like a sprint, oh, probably shouldn't be sprint, uh, a cellular map of all these lines heading out into to, to the future. Yes. And some are brighter than others. So as people are talking, I can do that work with them where I say, okay, well, tell me what you're thinking. And I'll watch each of these lines either light up or dim. And so I'll say to them, okay, so I'm getting a bigger hit on that being more either profitable mm -hmm. or, or smoother transition or more beneficial and abundant. And abundant to me when I speak on that term for the Oracle is there is more potential for positive growth yep. and creativity. Mm. And so, um, you know, I'll get, that's, that's a big piece of what I do when I work with my clients and we talk about, you know, the intuitive business architect, that's where it comes in, where we look at their actual business plans and what they're planning on doing, um, new visions that they're creating for either products or services that they want to do. Mm -hmm. And we literally kind of unfold that map 
and say, okay, so what are those next big steps? Who do you want to talk to? Who you know, do you want to connect with? Who do you want to follow or um, get support from? Um, those things happen through her questioning and also guidance. It's like a little bit of a call and response. Like I'll ask a question or they'll ask a question and we'll get some reply. So there's this sense that that comes in from kind of this, I always like to say this universal base of knowledge, Yes. like this infinite ex ever expanding base of knowledge um, around my house. They say, Oh, isn't it nice to know everything? And I said, I only know everything I need to know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't constantly walk around knowing everything. If I ask a question, I can get some really good answers. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it is, it's a bit of a, it's a partnership really. Mm. And for me, I also, like I said, you know, I've been in the corporate world. I've done a lot of um, business development. My husband and I own a very profitable business and another business. And so I use that tool as well. You know, I, I use my own experience um, to help my clients as well, like on practical stuff, like yeah. how to hire and fire and, and you know, you know, create structure in your business and your strategy too. So yes. it's a little bit of both. I love it. I want, I want to hear about your um, journey of growing your abilities and, and mm. connection with the Oracle, connection with your intuition. How did you evolve? Um, what were those key milestones, maybe practices or principles that you learned and gained that made you more successful in tapping into that guidance? Right. So as I already mentioned, there was a time when I decided not to tap in. Mm -hmm. And that was very... Um, it's a very valuable lesson I learned, unfortunately, <laughs> um, from a very negative perspective. But what I what I what I learned in that, really honestly, because that happened when I was like 23, so it's like 27 years ago now. But um, you know, at that time, when I before that, so I I started working with the Oracle. I started understanding that I had this gift when I was 14 years old, yeah. and I didn't really understand it that much. And that's like I said, when I kind of went on that journey, like, oh, is this God talking to me? Is this, what's happening? Um, but I was still getting the messages, so I would still give them to my friends and people that would ask me questions because I'm like, well, it's not for me, so I'm just going to keep passing on this information. So it was it was less. Um, skillful, <laughs> for one thing, there's a lot of what I call blurting going on, I'm like, oh, I have to tell you this, like right now, and you right. don't know what I'm talking about, but I just got to tell you this. So there was a lot of kind of like, when I was younger, some really random stuff that would happen. But the good news is, I always say that, you know, I was always kind of being guided to the right people as well. But once I got out of that, um, you know, kind of my early teen years, um, and I started to really want to have a, a, a clear understanding of what this insight was for and about, mm -hmm. I started um, working with, I found um, the Center for Spiritual Living, yeah. which isn't that now, it wasn't that then, but it is now. And, and what I appreciated was there's a, um, in their philosophy, there's an encompassment of all faiths are allowed and appreciated. Awesome. And so with the guidance of just hearing like other people, really, honestly, like other people who had had similar reactions or had similar experiences. I was like, okay, first, not crazy. Thank yeah. you. That's helpful. Second. Okay. So I would, I would lean into what they were talking about and what they were doing to tap into their own guidance systems. And I was like, okay, so for me, you know, um, meditation is a big part of that. I write yeah. Um, and so I, I find for myself as I grew through that process, when I could hear it more clearly and when I couldn't. So to me, it was always like a balance of when am I, when am I most 
um, aligned. <laughs> so what you're seeing right now, if anybody's watching this, this is the Oracle's like jumping in because when people hear me break, it's like, she's in here right now. She's very excited about this conversation. So when, when I would lose track of my own next step, it was a really good sign that I had kind of lost connection. And to me, my connection is clearest when I am in intention. And so, you know, I would say that I think just in general, I think most young adults can kind of lose their way and scramble through whatever that journey looks like for them. And that's kind of where that process fell apart with my first husband. And once I saw from the other side that that's what the road looked like without her guidance, and I recognized how lucky I was. Yeah. that I had that guidance, I started to really commit to taking time to listen. But also um, for me, it's, it's asking better questions mm. so that I could really track results, very results oriented person, as I said. So it was like, okay, well, there's a part of me that would do like this test yeah, you know, it's like experimentation. Kind of thing. Yeah, like, what, what, okay, what works, so what yeah, if you yeah. ask me this question or a client asks me this question, and I still do that now, I, I typically will, um, we want to get to a resolution or some mm. sort of movement. And so I'm always testing and, and checking and tracking back, validating, right? That the information I receive um, has created some sort of positive shift. Um, not always direct, which I've learned, which is kind of helpful now after all these years. Um, you know, so there's that hindsight kind of reevaluating each time that I've um, provided some guidance uh, it's a little less necessary now mm. because I know when that guidance is coming through clearly. Mm. And part of that, I think, is that I have become a clearer channel for mm. that knowledge. Like I don't try to, for a while, as I was doing, as I said before, as I was trying to live in those two worlds of the corporate world and this, and, you know, there was a lot of doubt mostly for myself that I couldn't just be, um, this Oracle and, and do this work. And so once I got to the place where I stepped into that, I kind of had to give gratis where gratis was due and say, okay, well, if that's the case, mm. then I need to be clear. I need to be um, consistent and I need to find a way to really honor that. So for me with my clients, it was always just the, the clear I was with the message I received the, even though it didn't make sense to me, because there was part of me that like ego was like, well, that doesn't make sense. I'm going to fix the message <laughs> and I'm going to say it this way. Right. And the first day I had a client who's looking at me like, I don't know. Mm, and I was, you know, having this conversation back and forth. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, fine. I don't understand this, but she's saying, do this. And the woman was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, really? That meant <laughs> something to you? And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Not my job. That's right. <laughs> my job to edit the message. Um, and so that's, you know, again, this is just a part of learning your process. And mm -hmm. I think that the clients that I've worked with that do have intuition, um, a lot of the things I sell, tell them all the time is, mm -hmm. you know, find for you where you are being sustained. Mm -hmm. So I always talk about instead of like self-care, I say self-sustaining activities, mm -hmm. find your self-sustaining activities because once you are fed as a human, then you're a clear channel. Yeah. And, and then the, the messages that are meant to get through, get through more clearly. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I have clients that like, they're very um, nature-based humans. 
And so if they don't get into nature, if they're not walking and if they're not out in like real nature um, for a significant amount of time, it's like they, it's the connection dries up. But the second they're in there, they're like flooded with information. It's like, yes, because that's where you're most sustained. Mm. And then you don't, you're not depleted and you can hear and receive messages at a higher frequency. And again, we're back to vibration. I I love this. The self-sustaining is super important for people to fill up their own cup, to be overflowing with love, abundance, whatever it might be, nature, connection, being grounded. And I think a lot of people are super stressed out and constantly trying to do and achieve and build. And, you know, kudos to that. I'm I'm like one of those people who's like got a fiery, burning spirit of desire to create an awesome reality. And the I I think what I hear is um, reverence for (laughs) the like something bigger, you know, and, and paying homage to that and giving time and attention and and like thanks and gratitude and appreciation just like really strengthening that connection through saying through saying and intending this matters and it's important to me and you're important to me and and this energy and this presence is important to me so I'm going to invest my time and my energy and my focus in it into it because how I invest those shows what is important to me and what what I really value in life Absolutely. Yeah. And that's it. Like the key thing is, you know, as we talked about before, for me, it's like, I believe honestly, a hundred percent that everyone has a unique life purpose. And I, and again, that's not a trite thing for me. It's like, no, you have a unique life purpose. And the funny thing is, it's not always what you think it is. I just had a client the other day that she was like, after we went through the process that I teach and I work with my clients on, she was like, wow, wow. And I said, is that a good wow? And she's like, this is like insane. Like, all my life, I thought I was doing this. Mm. And now that we've done this process, I see like I was just that far off the mark. Yeah. And now that you've said it, now that we've got there, I'm like, everything makes sense. I'm like, yeah. exactly. And when we are in alignment and we are on purpose, mm. then we can find what gives us sustenance. Mm. And what happens, as you were just saying, when people do feel overwhelmed or kind of burn out, it's that they're, they're, they're off alignment and they're reaching for sustenance from things that'll never, never give them that sustenance. And, and it's in, and it's individual. It's so unique that that's the beauty to me is like, when I get to help people figure out what that ULP is, then they're like, Oh my gosh, like I thought I was an extrovert and I'm an introvert and I've been going out to all these things to try and fill myself up. And all I'm doing is robbing myself of that sustenance. And I'm like, yeah, so really you just had the coin flip the other way. Mm. So you cannot be in crowds until you've had tons of time by yourself. Wow. Right? So that will sustain you. So take your calendar, lock off time where you are sitting in the hot tub or walking on the beach or reading a book. And when you're done and you feel internally mm-hmm. fulfilled and you're calm and centered, then you can go out and share with the world. But you, if you don't, then you're just continually going to feel overwhelmed and you, and you, and you think you're trying to fix it, but you're only making it worse. Mm. 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 I love this, Leah. This is so good. <laughs> it's like really getting back. You know, I, I mentioned uh, trite when we talk about something over and over again, or it seems like trivial or overplayed. And I, th- I think when we 
when we lose our wonder, when we lose our fascination, when we lose our curiosity, then we start saying, oh, it's just that. And we take away the dimension of extraordinary that is in everything, even the basics, you know, mastering the basics, going to nature, getting connected with, with ourselves and a higher power. Like as soon as people, I feel like start making that, oh, it's just going to nature. That's when the magic is gone and the ability to, to impact people at such a deep level is, is gone as well. So I really love how you approach, you know, everything is, is like, what is that self care, that self, um, you know, restoration, self sustaining practice. And it's like so important and to make sure that we dedicate our time to that, whatever our purpose is calling for. And I love how you empower people to discover what, what's their truth, you know, cause what works for someone else may not be someone else's truth. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think externally people can look at it and say like, they can be inspired by someone else like you, for example, and say, Oh my God, I love what Chris is doing. So I'm going to go out and do it. It's like, (laughs) okay. Now you may be very much like Chris Burns. You may not. Chances are you're not. And that's okay. And if you understand what parts of what Chris is providing have ignited in you Mm. and you follow that, then you will be more authentically aligned and Here's the great piece to me as a master creator that then ignites the law of attraction to draw to you those things that are yours, not Christ's wow. words. Wow. Right. And what, I'm, what I'm hearing is paying attention to what are the aspects, characteristics, qualities of something or someone that resonate with people's soul. And that takes awareness and sitting with it and, and like trusting our own intuition to give us those answers and that, and that guidance. Absolutely. Yeah. And that goes back to, you know, just knowing what your own intuition is. And I think that that's, you know, uh, here's an easy tool. I tell people all the time, like, well, how do I know my purpose is? Mm. And if you meet me in an elevator and that's your question, which sometimes happens, I'm like, Mm. okay, I can tell you one quick way, one quick way. I mean, it may not be the full depth of this, but it'll at least give you like a direction, Uh which is ask yourself this, what is the thing you've done in the past? And while you were doing it, you lost all track of time, lost all sense of needing anything to eat or sleep or anything like that. And somebody actually had to come and stop you from doing it in order for you to quit. (laughs) And you felt fine the whole time. And then people, you'll see people's, you know, their head will tilt and they'll kind of get a smirk. And I'm like, that is, that is you living on purpose. Mm. And whatever that is, then you can unpack it Mm. and look at what was it about that time that made you feel sustained. Was it beauty? Was it peace? Was it joy? Was it inquiry? Mm. Was it curiosity? Right? Like, are you a scientist? And you've been trying to be a mathematician, you know, you want to unpack things, then, then there's a different route for you than perhaps what you've been going through. And so, you know, I think that that one step can Mm. oftentimes open people to their own possibility. Yeah. And really re- rekindling for them what their magic, as you said, and that mm. curiosity, because we are, we are all stardust magic. I mean, that's that, you know, it's so beautiful. I love to, to look at quantum uh, mechanics and entanglement yes. theory and all of these things. And I always come back to this little giggle in my own head of like, from the Oracle of like, you know, we don't realize how fortunate we are to be here. Mm. And this, this creativity um, goo that we're all living through and as it's it's so rich and again back to possibility right we're, we're so very much tapping 
a tiny little fraction yeah. of what is possible that, um, you know, and when I go to my retreats, that's a big piece of it. We mm-hmm. dive so deep into that. We're just pulling stuff up and we're just clearing things out and we're spreading it out into deeper and deeper expressions of yeah. creativity that people are like, I can think that I can do that. I'm like, absolutely. So let's spend a week together and do that so that you yeah. can get past some of that threshold, you know, mm-hmm. like where we, the, a ceiling of creativity, if you will, that we can kind of create for ourselves and then and then move to the next level because there's always endless sense of levels, but there is that point where we have to kind of lean in to the mm-hmm. unknown with curiosity and wonder and um, and a little bit of that leap of faith, the blind yeah. faith of, well, if I try, you know, mm-hmm. um, I might actually get something better. Because oftentimes we think, well, what if I try and I fail? I'm like, what if you try and you don't? Mm. What if what if you get something better than you even thought possible by having this expression and having this change happen in your life? Mm. And what I what I hear is I think a lot of people are blocked from living their greatest possible self and and you know being unleashed in whatever their genius or characteristics are that really make them them. And when they get together with you, especially at these retreats, like you're able to take an inventory of what are the what are the blocks, you know, what what's stopping them from getting what they want? What is it that they truly want? And then you're able to put these pieces of the of the puzzle together, be an architect text, so to speak, of saying, okay, you want to expand your self-expression and you feel blocked, you feel like you're not able to speak your truth, whatever. So let's design exercises that empower you to, to really embody that, that fullness of your voice, of your presence, of your impact. And there's all kinds of different ways. I also hear that you, you might bring in some play and some fun uh, to, to like really bring some creativity and artistry and all these kinds of things to expand people into their gifts and abilities. And if they are attached to doing it right or doing it you know, a certain way versus just saying, hey, I'm just going to ride the wave. I'm just going to show up and play and have fun and not be attached to the outcome or how it all works out. I think that's when people really start to embody who they are and their, their greatest gifts. I'm sure you see that all the time. <laughs> all the time. And that, you know, that's, we actually changed the name of the retreat at one point because of that. Because I realized, you know what's really happening here is alchemy. And so it used to be called the, um, oh gosh, adventure retreat. And I'm like, no, it's really alchemy because we are taking those things you thought were heavy and we're turning them into gold. We're taking those blocks that you thought were lead and we're turning them into gold. We're utilizing systems that I've created over 25 years that will take the one thing that you thought was holding you back and turn all those gremlin thoughts into allies that we're going to utilize to propel you forward. And you're right. It takes it takes kind of a, a bit of abandonment when we, we show up. And day one is always the funnest for me because I I get to just, you know, I have a secret weapon, obviously, with the Oracle, but I get to just hold space and look at everybody and I get to see who they are when they show up. Yeah. And I always know, like, it's going to be so great mm. because in one week's time, the people who are sitting in front of me right now will not be the people who are here. They will be gone. They will be different. They will be changed and and transmuted into something even greater for themselves, which is the beauty. Like I love when they look at each other and go like, oh my gosh, like you're so this now, you're so that now. I see so much more potential in you. And more importantly, they see so much more potential in themselves. And, you know, and yeah, I, I, when you talk about play, it was funny because I'm like, yeah, I play a lot and my play um, some of my clients get kind of that have known me for a while. 
they kind of joke, like, I know you know the answer, just tell me. I'm like, well, it doesn't work that way. Sorry. You know, and so and so because I want them to have and embody the experience of understanding for themselves. Yep. And and so there's a lot of that kind of um jovial nature about it. You know, we're doing deep work, but we're doing it in such a lighthearted, kind and loving way mm. that it becomes this really great experience of of transmutation. Like it's it's totally transformational, but it's also this alchemy of you thought like, and I love, I love it when the rest of the group sees someone else transforming and they're like, mm. like, I'll ask a question of one person and everyone else thinks they know the answer like instantly as they're talking and they're like, she just, I'm like, like, don't do it. <laughs> I know you want to tell her, but let her get there. Yeah. And, and the second they do, they're also happy for the person that they are like, we totally saw that happen. Like right in front of our eyes. I'm like, exactly. It's, it's a challenge mm. because People come sometimes with um, what I, you know, I, I, okay, I probably shouldn't say this, but I sometimes like it when people come with that. I know how to do this. And I'm like, great. You're going to have the biggest reaction yes. ever. Right? You're the one who's going to walk away going, what just happened? And I'm like, yes, that's my, you know, that's one of my favorite kinds of things to see yeah. somebody really let go. Yeah. And we spend mm. a lot of time together. I mean, we spend all day for, you know, basically um, five days in a row straight working on these things together with, with, with great um, purpose and integrity of, of getting that shift and knowing that I'm not responsible. Like the shift will come. I had a client whose um, trip to Costa Rica was, he thought he lost his passport. Day one came to me in a complete panic. Um, and, and I just held space in this really, and I remember he walked away from me and I'm thinking he hates me now. Like this is day, like we've been here for three hours and this person is never going to talk to me again now. <laughs> and he, he just raves about his experience because I really did just know it was, I mean, I told, you know, again, the work helped me know, but I was, I was a little nervous when he walked away that I didn't fix it for him. Right. And yet I just knew it was okay. And she told me, she told me he has his passport. It's in his room. And, but he couldn't find it. Nobody else could find it. And she showed me where it was. And so we let the process handle and he had to go through this huge dark night and, and travel in, in, in Costa Rica by himself to go get a new passport and all this stuff happened. And, you know, I stayed in contact with him and I held space for him. And we talked about all the pieces that were coming undone through this process, you know, of him having to kind of be in a place where he knew no one had to stand on his own, had to fight for himself and, and all these things that happened because of something that actually the day that he left, he found it underneath something in his room when he was packing. <laughs> and he came to me and I'm like, and he's like, you knew. And I'm like, all I know is I knew that you needed to do this and I support <laughs> you in doing this. And, wow. and so, you know, it's like people say, well, what happens is you I'm like, I honestly can't tell you, but I know it will change it. It's, 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 there's, I mean, I can tell you the pieces we do, but the thing that will happen, it's always different and it's always phenomenal to me to yeah. watch someone get that, that to, the, to the core of who they are. Yeah. Know that they are in this really amazing universe that has mm. so much capacity for potential yeah. and, and possibility that they haven't even tapped yet.
Yeah, well, I love I love how you use the word alchemy. That's like pure alchemy. No matter what people bring, it's like it's their raw ingredients, and there is no wrong raw ingredients. There is no wrong life experience. There is no wrong perspective. You come, and as long as like I'm sure everyone has different willingness to be open and to transform and all that good stuff, but as long as they keep showing up, right? That's that's everything. It doesn't matter if someone's let's say you know ten years ahead of you spiritually been practicing meditation and you're just getting started on your journey. Whatever it is, it's all perfect. And just show up, raise your hand, say I want I want to grow. I want to I want to evolve. I want to make a bigger impact. I want to create more abundance. I want to align with my purpose more. You know, and I, I really love that you're you're doing this work, Leah. Uh, I want to get clear on how people can take those next steps with you, um, how they can stay connected, and and how can they keep growing with you, and then right. After that, I'm gonna ask you a question just to like get a, a recap, like the, the greatest wisdom that you want to share in about 60 seconds. So be thinking about that. Let the Oracle be downloading into you what, what you want to share. But how can people stay connected with you, Leah? Well, the first way, of course, is to visit my um, website, oracleonpurpose.com. Um, you know, I did offer a gift here for your viewers. Yep. So I've got I gave you the link, but basically I offer something that I think everybody that works with me, I like encourage them to do, which is to align their business and find that that sweet spot between their alignment and their purpose and their business genius. So I have a tool, it's a free um, five piece blueprint, business blueprint. And so they can take that. Um, and I gave you the link for that. So yep, I put it in the comments on, on Facebook. I'll, I'll definitely so put that's, it in the That's post. great. Also, you know, there's a quick quiz. If that's not your thing, you don't want to do a full five day <laughs> challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and you just want to know how aligned you are. You can always go to um, powerbizquiz.com and you'll get a really quick download. It'll tell you whether you're in alignment or not. And um, I'm always happy to follow up people afterwards too. Um, and of course, last but certainly not least is to visit me every Wednesday night at oraclelivetv.com. Um, we have our listings there. And then, of course, you can always find me on Facebook. Amazing. Amazing. Leah, I love it. And everyone, definitely stay connected with this powerhouse woman. And the website, oracleonpurpose.com. They can go there, oraclelivetv.com as well. They can go there and watch your TV show. So that is all amazing. And Leah, if we could give our audience a, about a minute or so of just empowered wisdom, sharing, upliftment, encouragement, whatever your heart and soul wants to share, let's give them that right now. Mm, thank you. Thank you very much, Chris. Again, I, you know, I would love for every soul to know how truly valuable you are. And the one thing that always comes back to me is the concept that this is a universe. It is one song. And each of us is a note in that song. And without all of our unique values, experiences, and gifts, the song is discord. So the more you can align with who you truly are and develop and create from a place of purpose, then the better off the world is. And my goal always is to help people find what your unique life purpose is and how to bring that together with the work that you do in the world. Um, I was lucky enough to receive an insight from the Oracle that right now we're in a time where the water of the tsunami of light bearers is out and we are seeing the underbelly, but we are coming. The wave of light bearing leaders and purpose-driven entrepreneurs is building. And when it comes back in, the world will shift for the positive. So you are part of that. Whatever your voice inside is telling you, know that your unique 
purpose in life is here to create that unity and that harmony and the balance that life is looking for through you. Because the universe and the world does not happen to you. It happens through each of us and through you as you. So I hope that each of you follows through with what you're meant to do. And of course, if I can ever be of a help in, in finding guidance for that, I am always here to help. Mm. Leah, I appreciate you. I love you. What you're doing is awesome. Keep living your purpose, igniting others in their purpose. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more fun together and do some really, really cool things in the future. I feel it. I feel uh, it. <laughs> thank you again, Chris. I really appreciate you having this opportunity for everyone. Thank you, Leah. We'll see you soon, okay? All right. Bye now. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.